0: You're listening to the Ideal Life Club podcast, episode 62. Do you ever struggle with feeling less than confident creating videos in your content strategy? If so, this episode is for you as my guest today shares everything you need to know to get started with video for your business. I cannot wait to share this with you. Let's go. Welcome to the Ideal Life Club Podcast, where it's all about fast-tracking your ideal life. Join your
1: host, life coach, and author of the Happiness Habits Transformation, Michelle Reeves, for inspiration and practical tips to finally claim success on your terms with clarity, confidence, and the courage to unleash your passion on the world.
0: Hey there, friends. Michelle here, and welcome back to the show. Now, I have to admit, I am fangirling just a bit over my guest today. She is definitely my role model for creating video in my business, something I definitely want to do more of, and she is also a Thinkific partner and host of the amazing Thinking Color virtual conference which brings together tactical business workshops by underrepresented entrepreneurs who are revolutionizing the online space. Screen queen Zaylee Barkley is in the house today. She is a visual content creation coach and Thinkific expert for online course creators specializing in helping entrepreneurs effectively stand out and make a genuine impact in the digital space by connecting on a deeper level with their audiences and who doesn't want that right in our interview Zaylee breaks down why video is so important for us to use in our businesses especially right now how we can all feel more confident in front of the camera how to get started with online courses as an additional revenue stream and her own tried and tested recipe for cam confidence, the five Ps that you are definitely going to want to bust out your journal to make notes on. Friends, you know I love chatting to all my guests, but this interview was very, very special. And of course, as always, I will share all the links that we mentioned in this episode on my show notes page at MichelleReedsCoaching.com. Forward slash listen. But before we get started, have you ever wondered what it might be like to have a podcast just like this one to promote your business? If you have, you might also have put it off because you're not sure how to get started. If that resonates with you, then I have some exciting news. My online program, Practical Podcasting for Beginners, is now enrolling and I've already seen one of my students launch into the top 100 on iTunes in her niche, with step-by-step videos covering all aspects of creating and launching your first podcast to promote your business, plus access to me for help and support when you need it, even if technology isn't your BFF. Yep, I see you, and I've totally got your back on that. What could a podcast do for your business? Find out more and get started today at Michelle forward slash podcast course. Okay, back to today's show and my chat with Zaylee. So, guys. I'm crazy excited today. You know how I am always excited to be chatting with successful entrepreneurs on the podcast, but today I have something so extra special for you. I can hardly contain myself. You are going to want to break out your journals. Get a pen ready because I have the queen of the screen, Zaylee Barkley, in the house on the podcast today. Zaylee, I am so excited you're here today. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you, Michelle. I'm excited to be here and excited to chat with you.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to dive into all your great nuggets of wisdom that I know you're going to share with us today. But first of all, although you know people will probably know you from Thinkific and from everything you do to help us be more confident on video, but I would love to start at the beginning. Tell us a bit about where you started and how you got to be where you are today.
1: Sure. Um, that is a very long story, but I'll try to break it down for you.
0: <laughs> so I've been creating content
1: since I would say around 2007 online. Um, I started really sharing about my experiences. I started sharing about beauty, you know, how to get yourself together. And I also was a lover of fashion. So I always had a knack for the physical aspect of things. Um, just being pretty, being beautiful, and and then I realized that it started to turn inward, right? So that development of self, and I started sharing that as well. Um, people obviously picked up on the beauty aspect of things, so I pushed through with that. But as I continued creating, I realized that I always had to show up as a polished version of myself. And that I was growing, right? I was going through changes in life and growing internally as well. So I went through a whole period of um, learning and growing. And then people started to ask me, Zaylee, how do you do this video thing? You're so confident on camera. Um, How? (laughs) So because of that, I started to teach others and share with others how they were able to And that just grew and blossomed. And I started using video as the main form of my business. So I like speaking about the 80-20 rule. And I started realizing that video um, was the thing that I did 20% of the time that pushed 80% of the results in my business. And that ended up having me connect with Thinkific through a video, (laughs) right? Mm. And so- Yes, they found my courses and they were like, who are you and how the heck do you make our platform look like this? <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, <laughs> so yes. That's how I connected with them and so they invited me on to be one of their experts. So I was one of their first experts on there. Um of probably there, were, there was probably five people that were experts on the platform and so Um, I'm innately a teacher. So one of my skills is thinking in a linear fashion and being able to um, pull out what someone else is thinking and actually create an amazing student experience on the platform. So I started really focusing on video for creating your product, right? So creating your online course. Um, A lot of times we don't think about just online being a replica of that in-person experience, right? And so if you have an online course, it's really great to greet your people. There are certain things you want to add into there just to create a deeper connection. And that can in turn raise your rate your completion rates, which in turn raises you know, your reviews and how people finish your courses and how they talk about you and share what they've learned with you as well. So really honed into being a Thinkific expert and really enjoyed helping my clients build with video, market with video, and sell with video. So that is how I became a Thinkific expert. And then I became a Thinkific partner, <laughs> so, um, which led into hosting Think in Color, which is one of their annual events. Uh, they only have two. So I'm really proud of um, being a partner for one of the biggest events that they host every year. And yeah, really honing into just helping people get confident and show up on camera Along that journey, I told you it was long, Michelle. (laughs) No, you go. You go. I'm loving it. Along that journey, um, what ended up happening was in growing with self, I realized that my customers and clients also started feeling the pressure of looking perfect on camera all the time. And so I stopped showing up looking perfect on camera. So I ditched all of the beauty stuff, all of the makeup and all of that good stuff. Um, And I started bearing more of my soul on camera, which helped me connect with my people on an even deeper level, right? Because I wanted to show them that you didn't have to be perfect to show up. You just have to show up with your message And that created what I called confidence. And, you know, it just kept evolving and kept evolving. And and soon enough, people started calling me uh, the video queen, but you just said queen of the screen, and I am taking that. (laughs) You (laughs) can have that. That is my gift to you. Yes. So that is really how I evolved. And that was um, a process of over 10 years um, or more than 10 years as a matter. But yes, it's been really rewarding, really fulfilling. Um, you know, it allowed me to leave corporate behind and really just hone into my passion and purpose and serve people and help people actually package their own presence and what's special about them to build, market and sell their own products and services.
0: I love that story so much. I have literally <laughs> scribbling down so many great nuggets already, guys. A couple of things I just wanted to pick up. If you didn't manage to um, grab a pen already, then you're going to want to grab it right now because a couple of nuggets I just want to pull out there from um Zaley online as a mirror of offline. Now, this is something Mm. that I've not heard talked about in this way before, but it is so true. You know, if Mm. we're doing any kind of online content, whether that's courses or, you know, maybe if we're doing like coaching online or any kind of online work that you might do with a customer or a client, even if people are buying from you as a product based business, I love that idea of mirroring the, the kind of offline experience and raising, you Know, your customer service levels, your completion yes. rates for the courses, your testimonials—such a great way to think of video. Yes, definitely. I mean, if you think about uh, a few years ago,
1: we had you know, salesmen who would come to your door and knock on your door and try to sell you knives. And, you know, it's no longer as popular. I mean, who's opening their door for a salesman now? (laughs) I mean, I'm not too sure that that happens that often anymore. But Mm. video is the way that you still have, uh, you know, you're still able to show that product and market that product and sell that product. Um, And everyone is online. And I feel like we had so much resistance. But now with the pandemic and the whole world literally shutting down we are forced to connect in this way um so now more than ever it is so important that you show up you know with video
0: yes so so true i know i launched um an online course during the pandemic and it's been you know it's been successful helping people to start podcasting um and that's been that's been you know really people's i think had more time so there was more interest in it um, but there's never been a better time than to yes. start creating an online course than now, right? Yes,
1: I really do believe that. And it's so funny because the statistics <laughs> show it as well, where there has been such an increase in the online course industry. And I think that um, I, I remember going into the whole pandemic, uh, just my thoughts of, oh my gosh, what is going to happen next? And the boom, that happened i have really good friends that made um their first hundred thousand dollars in a month their first million dollars in a month based on online courses so if you are thinking about it i say do the thing
0: <laughs> yes i 100 percent agree never been a better time to diversify your income streams as well right something that's so important yes. not to just have one stream of income start building that that generational wealth for your family in mm-hmm. in in different ways I think it's really really important I share that that too um one thing I do want to pick up as well with you Zaley, is the whole thing that you mentioned about um feeling pressure and that whole thing about perfectionism because I know I'm like you know I can hear the people at home listening saying you know that's all very well and Zaley looks amazing on screen <laughs> but you know we really know we need to do more video but we just don't feel confident being on screen. So what tips can you share from your kind of own personal journey for how to feel more confident when we're in front of the camera?
1: Ah, uh, Sure. I think that a lot of, a lot of our thoughts about being on camera actually comes from that inner critic, right? So mm-hmm. lots of times when you get on camera and you start sharing, people don't even see the things that you see. All right. You might say, well, guys, my hair is not done today and someone else is not even paying attention to that. So that a lot of times is your inner critic um, telling you that you are not good at. A lot of times we think that it's just looking good on camera, but most of all, it's probably we feel like we don't look good. We feel like we don't know all of the things. We feel like we're not an expert. We feel like um, you know, people are going to criticize things about us that you're the only person thinking about those things. So everyone else is not thinking about that. And I like to say, if we look at the purpose of what we're doing, example, me taking off all my makeup, getting on camera just for my people. I know that my purpose on this earth is to help people make that transformation. And if I am not able to show up and do that, then what am I living for? (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's so much deeper than what we tell ourselves. And it's really more about how you're able to give to someone else that needs something, even if it's just a word or a message from you.
0: And I love that because it does kind of shift the emphasis, doesn't it? So often, you know, I like to say that our, our, you know, our inner cavewoman, she just freaks out whenever we try and do anything that feels dangerous, putting ourselves on stage, you know, which is what being on camera effectively feels like. It feels like we're on stage in front of, you know, 3 million people, even if this more likely there's going to be like one or two people watching when you first get started, but yes. it feels like you're on stage, you know, i in the cave woman just, she's like, this is dangerous. And, and she, you know, really makes us move away from that danger. So we use every trick in the book and every yeah. kind of way to procrastinate. Right. <laughs> but I love yeah. that idea of focusing in on maybe just that one person that you can help. Is that something that you recommend too? just focusing in on who you're trying to help and what their challenges mm-hmm. are? Yes. So there are a few P's that
1: that I love focusing on when I think about confidence, which is what I call confidence for getting on camera. Right. Mm, So, So the first P is actually your purpose. So understanding your purpose. And really, what do you feel like is that thing? Because purpose comes from pain. So It's based on something that you have gone through. Let's say you lost 50 pounds and you feel so much better as a person and you feel like, I need to scream this from the mountaintops because I know the pain that I felt before and the relief that I feel now. I want to transfer that to somebody else and change their life, right? So that gives you a sense of purpose. And so that's the first P that you need to think about. The second P is your person or your people. Understanding who you are really speaking into and the pains that they are going through. So a lot of times what we're doing is solving a problem that we once had. So I always say take some time to step inside and remember what it was like. The struggles that you were going through, especially the emotional struggles that you were going through when you were in that place of pain. And so understanding what your person is struggling with is one of the biggest things that you can ever do because then you're going to be able to speak directly into their problems. And then the other thing is having a plan. So let's say you know how you lost 50 pounds. And so now you can map out steps one to five right? So the first thing, the second thing, the third thing, the fourth thing that you need to do in order to, you know, uh, lose 50 pounds, what you're then able to do is just map out five videos based on that. So we're just getting started with it all. So you can map out five videos. So that's going to be your little plan there. And then your presentation. All you need is your camera, which you can use a phone. Lots of phones these days have very high quality, even 4k, use the back camera of your phone, get a tripod so that you're not shaky or anything like that and sit in front of a window and talk right? Um, obviously, it can get way more complicated than that. But listen, I started with a ring light, a tripod, and that was it because I lived in a very tiny apartment in New York City. And I didn't even have light, like window light. That's a blessing in New York. <laughs> so, so, you know, I had a little ring light, a tripod, and I would just position myself against a white wall. That way, there were no distractions behind me. And I would just share what was on my heart. And then you want to think about practice, right? So that's my last piece. I think I gave you guys five Ps there. Uh Practice. It's a muscle. Getting on camera is a muscle. I'll tell you one thing. When I step away from being on camera for a while, oh my gosh, it's like I have to really rev myself back up to get in front of the camera again. So I go through it as well. So practice really gives you that muscle. It strengthens your ability to show up over and over. We all know practice is the mother of all skill. So in saying that, I want you to, to remember that your message is bigger than your mess, right? Mm. So whatever you feel like you're going through, um, and that's stopping you from showing up on camera, I want you to address it within those five Ps because I feel like I may have covered it somehow, somewhere. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love those five P's. They, they just say it all. They cover it all. <laughs> so your purpose, your people, your plan, your presentation, and your practice. Guys, as always you will find all these details in the show notes at Coaching.com forward slash listen. So don't worry. And if you are on the treadmill while you're listening to this, or if you are, you know, doing some cleaning or you're out in the car or wherever you are, don't worry if you haven't managed to to make all the notes, you can always listen later and rewind. Um, And as I say, all the details will be in the show notes. But So there is, you touched on a point there that I just want to probe a little bit more, which is around um, what people really worry about once they've kind of even felt like they can get confident enough to be on camera is what am I going to say to people? And I I get the impression people feel like they need to talk for hours, (laughs) but people's attention span is actually really short.
1: Very, very short. Eight seconds. You have eight seconds to catch that person and you catch them with a pain. So um, I love saying, know exactly what you're going to share, right? That's the best way. I think a lot of people are nervous about getting on camera because we're thinking, okay, if I go live and nobody shows up, I'm just going to be talking to myself. I talk to myself on live all the time, right? And I have a pretty (laughs) sizable audience. But if I don't let them know that I'm going live, I'm going to be speaking to myself. So what I do is I prepare for that. The first thing is that I know exactly what I'm going to talk about. So I know I'm not going to get on camera and just ramble, right? I know I'm going to speak into a pain and I know I'm going to give a solution. The next thing that I do is I break that thing down into three parts. So I know the three parts that I'm covering. Don't be afraid to look at your notes, right? If you're just getting started, um, you know, you don't have to get as complicated as using a teleprompter, but look at your notes. Or one thing I love to do is get a post-it and stick it right next to the camera, that way, you know you shift your eyes for two seconds just to see your second point, and you continue going now before you do all of that, you want to address the people that are coming in if people are coming in. If not, address the replay viewers and tell them that you want to hear their thoughts on this thing and As you move through your three points and I, I like to say through to five points because honestly, guys, you do not want to be that long right like Michelle said, you don't have to be talking forever. I think that when we have a plan, it's much more easy for us to follow through with what we are saying um, or creating. But yes.
0: yes. Oh, that's so, so good. And I love the thing about telling the thing I always forget to do. And I don't do a huge amount of video. I want to do more. I'm going to do more. Yes. I am committed to do more. Yes, but the thing like I forget it. to do is I forget to tell people. I forget to say, Hey, I'm going live. I do it in my Facebook group. I'm like, Hey, I'm live in five, but I forget to do it on the yeah. other platforms. So that's a really good tip there. Zaley, is there a difference between the different social media platforms and the way that we can use video on them. I'm thinking between Mm. my love, which is Instagram, I have to say, um, but like Facebook, LinkedIn, even, I mean, what are the, some of the differences between those platforms as far as video goes?
1: Yeah, there's so many differences, I think, because we all use those platforms differently. So for me, I love using long form video content to find my audience. So I love YouTube, right? And the reason why I love YouTube is because it is searchable. So what I do is I position myself as the solution to your problem. So if you are looking for how to lose 50 pounds, I am then thinking in a way where I can create a video based on that. So if you search for that, you're gonna find me as the solution. Now, what I do after is I take that and I break it down into, let's say, going to Instagram and saying, guys, I just posted this video on YouTube. Um, You know, I'll probably post a five minute part of it and then tell you head over there if you wanna see the rest, right? Or I can also upload it, so repurposing as a IGTV video, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and then even using LinkedIn, a video on linkedin it's so powerful especially if you have more of a corporate audience or people who are you know in the corporate culture they are more than likely on linkedin so i think just understanding your audience and who they are specifically is what is going to help you pick a platform for me instagram is too instant i love it it is my favorite platform actually (laughs) so i'm there Mm -hmm. with you michelle but in order for sustainability, when it comes to business, I love YouTube. And that is my first uh, content marketing platform. And then I repurpose over to Instagram. Or what I do is I support whatever I'm creating on Instagram. Mm-hmm.
0: That makes complete sense. I think I guess my first platform is this podcast. So I love yeah, exactly. podcasting. It's long form. Yes. Yeah, I love, I love the podcast, but I will use the headliner app. Um, You guys, you've heard me talk about this before and I share this in um, practical podcasting for beginners all about how to use Uh, really simple, free apps on the web that you can take long form content, actually video or audio like this and create a little tiny video that's less than a minute. And then it can go on your grid over on Instagram, or you have a bit longer, I think it's up to 10 minutes on Facebook. You can, you can create videos that way, even if you're not very confident with editing, there's, there's ways around that. And talking about editing, is there uh, kind of some tips or tricks that you have for us around editing videos? Yeah, um, I like to say that we either have time or we have money
1: right? <laughs> so so, so if you have time and you don't have money, I say learn editing. It's a skill. A, a, a great editor is upwards of $150 an hour, right? So if you have time, <laughs> <laughs> take your time and learn how to edit videos. It's such, it's, it's so much fun to learn something new and learn a skill that is really super valuable, especially in the direction that we're moving in. Um, editing is not difficult, I think as women, we think that men are the only ones that are great at technical stuff. And I would like you to step away from that. So editing is something that I teach in a really simple formula or format um, because it's it's something that's good for us to know. Now, if you have money, you can just outsource editing, right? Which is what some people choose to do. Um, Mm -hmm. So then you're able to find an editor and all you are responsible for is recording that content and then you send it out to them um, to edit. So that is, I always say that about editing because it's a question I always get. Like Zaylee, should I outsource editing or should I learn it? And it really depends on that time or money aspect of things.
0: And I think it's, it's, I mean, I personally edit all my own videos, so I'm going to give myself a tick there. Um, but it took me a while. I use, I use magic's movie edit pro just throwing that Mm -hmm. out there for anyone who's listening. That's the one that I use. I know there's loads of different platforms Mm -hmm. for editing. I use that one. Um, and it took me ages to figure out how to do it, but now I find I'm quite quick with doing it and I yeah. can do the videos for my courses that way. But I agree with you, you know, once you get to a certain size, you know, I'm not I'm not going to be, um, you know, worrying too much about outsourcing that as and when. Yeah. <laughs> but for now, it also allows you to be in control of your content, I yes. guess. And you can kind of figure out what works, what doesn't. Um, and, and that's really you know, that's really important, too. Um, so Zalie, if people are interested in, in kind of thinking about creating uh, a new revenue f- stream for their business, maybe um, they're a coach or a consultant, uh, mm-hmm. maybe they've had an offline business and they're having to pivot because of the pandemic. You know, as we're recording this, we're still in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis, people needing to pivot so that they can bring in money to their families. How would you recommend they get started thinking about online courses?
1: Um, this is a thing. Online courses is such a great way to touch many people at one time. Right. And so it's so funny, because even myself being a thinkific expert, I started experiencing burnout because so many people were wanting to work with me. Mm -hmm. And so what I did was, um, I actually took my process and created an online course based on it. Because I was able to serve more people. So that's the first thing that you want to think about. The second thing you want to think about is your process. What is your process for serving? Um, Going back to that fitness coach who lost 30 pounds, you know, or 50 pounds, (laughs) you know, it's about understanding that full on process of where your person is starting and keeping in mind the objective or the ending. What do you want that person to walk away with when they're done, um, you know, taking your online course? when they're done working with you. So it's really taking the process of um, what you do in your business, whether it's offline or online, but making it in a way where someone is able to have the same experience of you holding their hand and and looking over their shoulder as they go through the process of it all.
0: Um, And it's really interesting around courses, isn't it? Because The the, one of the things, one of the mistakes I first made, and I hold my hand up to this when I first started with online courses and I haven't been doing them that long, but a few years, I tried to create the mother of all courses where everything was in it, like everything and the kitchen sink was in it. And (laughs) people just said to me, I am so overwhelmed by this. There's no way I can do those like 20 modules and 50 million, Mm. you know, this, that and the others it's too much. You don't have to create something that is huge. You can break it down into smaller courses with smaller step-by-step transformations. Would you agree?
1: Yes, I do agree. It's so funny. Whenever my clients come to me, sometimes they have videos that are an hour long and I simply ask them, are you going to sit down and look at an hour-long video? And they say no, Zaylee. And I'm like, so why would you put someone else through that process <laughs> of looking yeah. at a video, one video of you talking for? An hour. So yes, you are so right. And I think that's why we need to have course objectives so that when you break down that objective, you know that you're creating in a way where you're going from point A to the end point, which is the objective. And I think that when you create an objective, you're able to think, whoa, is this too much? Also understanding Who are you creating for? Are you creating for a beginner? Are you creating for someone who is um, midway of the process? Or are you creating for an advanced person who wants to advance even more? So understanding your student. I love speaking about understanding your ideal student. When you understand your ideal student, you are then able to create something that they can easily digest and get results from. That's what it's about. Transformation.
0: Yeah, that whole idea of the beginner, intermediate and advanced is actually a great way, guys, to think about how you might create content because that also allows your students to go through a step-by-step process with you. And from your point of view, um, as a business owner, as an income stream, you have got a way of keeping them on board with you and upscaling if they choose to do so, so they can keep working with you, which is um, something that, you know, we definitely want to do. Love that. Really great tips there, Daley. One thing that I know uh, we were talking a little bit about earlier was kind of the whole idea of overcoming, um, you know, sort of those mindset issues that we have, you know, that imposter syndrome, you know, needing to be really intentional with our thoughts and our actions are there any habits or practices that you have that you do maybe on a daily or a weekly basis that make a difference to your productivity? How do you make sure that you stay positive and productive? Yeah. um, One thing that I do
1: is I check in with myself, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I'll check in and I'll ask myself, how are you feeling today? And it sounds crazy, (laughs) (laughs) but I ask myself that question. You'll get a deep Gut, you get an answer at the bottom of your belly, I like to say, <laughs> mm-hmm. that says, well, you know what? I'm a little overwhelmed. And so you kind of dig deeper with that question. Why are you overwhelmed? And you'll get the answers that you're looking for. So check in with yourself and also um, be able to recognize when something is, is, is going wrong. Maybe you have too much on your plate. So you need to figure out, well, what do I prioritize today? What can, what's the thing that can't slip today that I have to get done in order to relieve myself of the overwhelm and anxiety? And when you do that, you're able to probably make a list and figure out like, what are the three things that I can get done today that, you know, I can feel good about. And when I, whenever I do that, I feel a bit of a, a shoulder relax. Like my shoulders, like, like there's a sigh of relief because now I'm not thinking about a thousand things that I have to get done.
0: Oh, so true. I love that whole idea of checking in with yourself, you know, three things. I, I always say that with, um, to my clients is try not to prioritize any more than three things in a day because, you know, chances are it's going to be, you're going to struggle to get those done to the top of your ability because we're all about you know, giving 100% if we can to, to what we do. So doing three things to 100%, that's going to take a bit of time, you know, if we're moving yeah. our businesses forward, which is, which is what we're, we're all doing. Um, Daily, are there any role models that you look to? I mean, I have a ton of role models <laughs> that I often talk about, um, you know, people like Brendan Burchard and yes. you know, Jasmine Starr. And so who are, you know, the role models that, that you kind of look to for inspiration? That is
1: such a good question. I think that, well, one role model I do have is my grandmother, and she passed away a few years ago. Um, But her work ethic was absolutely insane. Um, Mm -hmm. Her creativity was something that I really admired. Another role model is my dad. I think I have my father's work ethic as well. Mm -hmm. Um, he was a business owner from a really young age. Uh, I was, he was 19 when I was born and I feel like he spared nothing when it came to my life. So I feel like I have real life role models (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I can Mm -hmm. always call him and say, dad, this is going crazy in business. And he'll give me an answer or tell me a story or something that's like, okay, you know what? I've got this. So, uh, there are things that I saw him doing when I was growing up. Example, even though he had his own business, he would wake up at 4 or 5 a.m. every morning, shower, have breakfast, and go to work as if he had a boss.
0: Mm. And
1: he told me that that was one of the biggest uh, reasons for his success. So now I work as if I have a boss, although I don't have one. Mm-hmm. So things like that. Um. Also, I love the entertainment industry, so i like I, I I like focusing on people outside of my industry so that I can probably um, just you know pull inspiration from what they 're doing, and it's not directly relational, but it 's still a lesson in some way um, so I love uh, Nicki Minaj or Wendy Williams or you know people that mm-hmm. are uh, like you see them fall, and because I think a lot of us are afraid of falling or being canceled, the new cancel culture, mm. and you see them fall and get up, and you know that they're playing for the long game rather than the short game. I think online, especially in the U.S., people play for the short game so much
0: mm.
1: that they don't realize that this this is your career, <laughs> right? And so that mm. you're going to grow and evolve in it. Um, recently. I have fallen all over in love again with Danielle Leslie. And so I was referring to her as the person that made a million dollars with her courses Mm -hmm. in one month during a pandemic. And to me, um, just looking at her show up and on camera using video, showing up consistently, showing up, showing up, showing up during her launch, I can see why she had such a crazy success within one month. So, you know, um yes, I usually look for people outside of my industry as role models because I like seeing how they navigate and how they play for the long game, but that is one person that is inside of the industry that I can say
0: yes. <laughs> Amazing. And it is really key for us to have these kind of role models, isn't yes. it? And I think, you know, just I know and as well for you guys listening you know you might not be able to afford to work with a course creator or a coach right now if you're just starting out in your business but that doesn't mean you can't have a virtual mentor or a couple of virtual mentors you know for the longest time I couldn't work with a coach but I definitely had my no. virtual mentors out there that I followed and listened to pick them carefully but then listen to what they say and always, you know, implementing, not just learning. It's all about the implementation. So, you know, yes, you, can have, part. <laughs> you can have Zaylee as your role model out there, guys, definitely be doing that. <laughs> Zaley, it's been amazing having you on the show today. If people would like to find out more about how to work with you, I know you have some really exciting content coming up and some stuff that you have right now that people might want to jump onto. Can you share a little bit about what's going on in your business? yeah sure um, so I
1: you can find me first of all on social media as at, at Zaley Barclay so that's X-A-Y-L-I B-A-R-C-L-A-Y um, if you type in X-A-Y I'll pop up <laughs> which is pretty cool that's helpful Zaley out there <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I do have a few amazing things coming up if you visit my website you, you can definitely see what I have coming up because I always update it as to what's going on in my business um, current Currently, I have a free workshop that actually shares with you what you should be talking about when it comes to video content. You can use it as it pertains to live content. You could use it as if, as it pertains to Instagram content. Um, it's definitely malleable in that way, but yes. So you can visit my website so that you find out about that free workshop. And I have some amazing things coming up for quarter four. So um, I'm hosting a challenge. So if you are looking for that extra push to get confident on camera, I do have the confidence bootcamp coming up um, and you can find about that on my website as well.
0: Oh, the confidence bootcamp. I am loving the sound of that. I have already signed up for Zaylee's free workshop. So make sure you join me in there, guys. And you can also, as of recording this, I believe you can still see some of the Think In Colour um, speakers as well. And that was the most amazing virtual (laughs) conference that um, Zaylee, as she said earlier, was a partner and host of. So I definitely recommend checking that out. Out, get on their email list so that you get details of next year's uh, conference as well because there's so many great speakers with really great content um Zaylee, it's been amazing having you on the show today i could literally chat to you for hours thank you so so much for joining us again of course michelle thank you so much for having me and this
1: was amazing
0: <laughs> So there you have it, my interview with Zaylee Barkley. If you're anything like me, you'll have a ton of notes to read through now. Do leave me a comment or drop me a note on Instagram and let me know what your favourite part of this interview was and whether you'll be upping your video game using the tips you heard today. And hey, if you like this episode, would you do me a favor? Would you head over to iTunes and leave me a comment and review? It really does mean that more amazing business owners will be able to find the show. Okay, that's it for me today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know your time is valuable and I really appreciate you taking the time to join me. I'll be back with another episode soon. But before I go, why don't you join us in the Ideal Life Club facebook community it's a supportive space i've created on facebook for ambitious business owners who want to grow themselves as well as their business to find out more and join us head over to ReevesCoaching.com forward slash ideal life club in the meantime until next time be positive be powerful be productive stay safe and keep fast tracking your ideal business and life bye for now